Welcome back to episode 40 of the Blockrunner podcast. Here is where we discuss the latest developments in cryptocurrency while we make this new technology relatable to you. You can watch this podcast on our YouTube channel to follow along with our discussion. As always, I'm your host, William, talking with your co-host, Iman, and here are some of the topics we discussed today. First up, Hex might be an unregistered security. Matic crashes. Then, what is Metalith? And finally, Jack Dorsey discusses a decentralized version of Twitter. All right, let's listen in. What up, Will? Thank you for being here. Like, like always. <laughs> no, nowhere else to go, dude. <laughs> so, man, so much crazy shit happened yeah, behind the doors. Exactly what I was going to say. There was a lot of shit that was happening this week. And uh, not only that... Uh, Bitcoin has done nothing yeah. over the last couple of weeks. But it's okay. This is what we're expecting. Yeah. Accumulation zone 2.0. Yeah, that's that's right. If you're not accumulating Bitcoin, then yeah, what I, mean, I got you? nothing to say to you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't care either way, but I mean, look at Will's nifty little, what's he call this? Your non-linear regression curve yes. chart that you, or so indicator or something? Some intelligent person on tradingview.com created a Bitcoin power law corridor. Yeah, see, okay, I'm already, like, I'm skeptical just because, I mean, it makes sense, but I'm always like, dude, now everybody has this yeah, chart. I'm telling <laughs> you. Know you what I mean? You know, uh, we were talking about Benjamin last week. Uh, he had a YouTube video of him um, breaking down when the next peak of Bitcoin was going to happen. Yeah. And he, uh, with math, broke it down to by the end of 2022, was when we're going to see roughly $100,000, $120,000 Bitcoin. Yeah. And just a few days before we saw that video, I was saying that the peak of Bitcoin was going to be delayed by some time just because everybody is expecting the same thing. Exactly. Like everyone's on the same page now. Exactly. And I've always felt like, dude, that that's whenever that happens, like the opposite usually happens because like everyone's expecting that's right. things to go up at certain times. Yeah. You know, this whole thing that we've been talking about, the happenings coming, everyone knows that. Yeah. So is it like already priced in? Probably. Yeah. I think it, it is. It's hard to, you know. The, I think the happening is going to come and like there's going to be very little fluctuations on the price. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. This happening is like fucking immensely critical, man. Yeah, like, it is going to be very, very critical. We'll see. Very I, I'm, like, I'm expecting a dump. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like a little bit more dumpage. I think there's going to be a dump before the happening, to be honest. Kind of like what happened with Litecoin. Litecoin dumped like 15 days or 30 days before the happening. What's it done since? It's, it went, it went from like 340 and it and it dumped to like 100. It's less than so, 100 right so now. So there, there was like some happening hype for Litecoin? Yeah. Ooh. I don't know I mean, if there the was price hype. Went, price went up for some reason. The price right? was just kept going up. I'm assuming people were speculating, like, "Oh my God, the happening's coming! Let's buy the room." It's not even a rumor; everybody knows. But yeah, you know, some type of event, a speculative event happens. People like to buy leading up to it. Once it actually occurs, yeah, or not even before it it, before it occurs, it goes down. Yeah, sometimes, yeah, like that EOS event. Yeah, there's a bunch of events, you know. But uh, so let's let's go through the rundown. Uh, so we have a couple of things to talk about, and one of them last week, a pretty common conversation last week was about hex. <laughs> and so, yeah, I see that it's so crazy because like we organically found that just like by co- by accident. Yeah, you know by I mean? accident, coincidence, uh, because we were doing research on McAfee. Yeah, but this turned into like a monster of a story. Yeah, <laughs> Some, you know, literally a monster. Yeah. So we were talking about how hex. 
was potentially scamming people, and there there are others out there just like us who are calling this out passionately um, too. Yeah, they fucking hate this guy's guts. I mean, Peter McCormick went again on oh, on did? the live stream. Yeah, for the second time. How did that one go? Well, I didn't watch it because I, I figured it was going to be the same thing. I guess we're both busy people or something. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have the time to catch that one. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he probably heard the flack from, like, everyone, you know, talking. you like, dude, how could you do this? Exactly. You're a legitimate journalist. I think that's why he, he went on there I'm hoping he again. went in there and, like, dude, let's, let's watch, like, a few minutes snippet and see if it's, like, at least, uh... Yeah, let me try to find it. <laughs> you know it would be fucking great if he just went back on there just to keep talking shit. <laughs> I hope he did that. He's like, you know what? Fuck you, mate. Yeah. Like, he just kept on going off on this guy. Yeah. I think I, <laughs> I think, don't think that's, that's what, what happened. happened. No way, dude. He, yeah, probably, dude. he probably fell to the pressure. Like, How's he probably it? has, like, uh, investors, or he's trying to get investors and stuff, and like, bro, yeah, you gotta tame it down a bit. But let's see. Three days ago. So here's here's uh, Peter McCormick. This was, was one week ago. One. That's the one we watched last time. Yeah. We watched a snippet of it. Now let's see. Dude, this guy wears his, oh, it's his hex shirt. I was about to say, he does not change clothes. Yeah. <laughs> but it's his, his own merch. So I have it muted right now because I'm s- searching through to find Peter McCormick on here. <laughs> Where did you hear? He- oh, there, there it is. Yeah. All right, let's just watch like a couple minutes of this. Unless it's like juicy as fuck. How's it going, buddy? Here I'm go. all right. How are you? You're doing all right. How's the scam? <laughs> right. Just was talking about mic. it. Were we you were just talking about it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Who, who were you talking about with? Giacomo Zuko. Giacomo. Yeah, it's a smart guy. I can't say his name right. Giacomo. I've never had to Giacomo. pronounce Giacomo before. Giacomo. Yeah, it's Giacomo. Giacomo. What's going on, man? I'm just gonna set up my mic. Give me one second. All right. This is a I surprise. I didn't. I didn't know that Peter would be showing up. Well, I, I did offer you it, and you didn't reply, and then you kicked me out of your hex group. I didn't kick you out. Somebody else did. Someone I was gonna leave you simmer. You said you well, said well, that I, I should get summer. fucked in my bum in prison. <laughs> well, I, I, did I say you should, or did I say you hope you would? I don't. I don't remember. I was so traumatized that I can't. My memory doesn't even work anymore. Yeah. Do you know what? I think I said. I think I swore too much and didn't. Um, I didn't just call you a scammer. I should spent more time calling you a scammer and less time. Um, hold on. Let me get this mic set. Holy you, uh, shit, dude! Come on, mate. <laughs> it's a destruction. I want anyway, to hear the flame war. now. How 2. are you? Uh, I, I don't know. I feel good, I guess. I'm pretty happy. Like, we got yeah. a coin market cap today. Oh, well, shit. They're on coin market cap? Well, we got to check this out. That up. Yeah. <laughs> true. That is true. So, uh, Probably, like, so you, you're crap on there. Yeah, you're you're in good company there. In the, in the, <laughs> in the scam zone of the scam. Coin scam. Hold on, hold on. Yep. There, there it is. There it is. Uh, no data to display. Hello. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Right, you that's, sound, that's working. You sound no, I'm just exactly trying to get... the same. You no, no, may have hooked your like... mic up, but you didn't change anything. Hold on. No, I'm, I'm just doing the settings. Give me one second. So apparently, so he added Hex. So I remember I was following the tweets about um, Hex getting onto CoinMarketCap. Yeah. And like I saw a tweet where... It said filling out the coin market cap application takes longer than you think, and uh, so it's it's really not a surprise that on on coin market cap any any coin can get on there. Yeah, it's right? not so like I just wanted it's to not see an endorsement or anything. What do you mean? Like, oh, like it, getting it, on uh, getting on coin market caps is sort of somehow like, like validates it. Va- validation? No, yeah. not at all. But it's 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 good for us so that we can actually like monitor what's going on with the fucking thing. Yeah, see yeah, happening. See the price. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm pretty, you know, if this this scam continues, you know, I'm pretty sure <laughs> a lot of people are going to make money, right? 
Yeah, at the beginning, right? That's at the beginning. That's yeah. how these that's scams how are supposed to operate. Yeah. You're supposed to, if he, if it's a true scam, he probably has this all planned out. The beginning phase, the early adopters, they're the ones who get like the bulk of the funds Yeah. to attract the fish. You know, and that's then once right. they have a nice base of fish, that's when they dump their bags and all these suckers. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, that's a good scam. Yeah, it is. Know? It is. So we'll you see. You, uh, you answer questions with questions rather than answering the questions and you divert tactics. It's, it's quite smart. I think that's why people have you done as a good debater, actually, because... Um, I don't <laughs> It's that kind of. It's a bit like a politician, right? When you ask a politician, they answer. So why don't you do? Why don't you be an example and don't do that, and then just answer the question instead of dodging it? So I asked you a simple question. I asked you why would that be bad, and then you started flapping your lips a lot. So I'm going to be less nice this time. We tried nice last time, right? So this time I'm going to punish you for being a prick. So we did nice last time, and you came on invited. Yes. Dude, this is not getting any better at all. This is just getting worse. Right. So mm -hmm. let's be useful. Right. You think people are going to be harmed by my project. Right. Mm -hmm. And you think you think you're going to be harmed financially because they're going to buy it mm -hmm. and then the price is going to go down. Right. Well, yes, because it's a scam. OK. In crypto, is there anything that you can buy that the price doesn't go down? Wait, wait hold uh, on. I see hold what on. You're pause doing. that. Let's okay. answer so ask so a simple you, question. You, you what did you say? It. Is there anything in crypto that you can buy that doesn't go down? That doesn't go down. Doesn't go down. So, so let me break down what Hex <laughs> is doing. So okay. I, I saw an analogy, and I think it's in this in this uh, article that I brought up here. I saw an analogy that uh, tries to explain. The fuck is this, dude? You're fucking porn ads, dude. What do you mean? <laughs> Does he already have like spam? Oh like yeah. Ads? No thanks. Yeah, that's what it is. Well, actually, this the block. Never mind. Okay. Anyway, um, so I think it was in this article where they talked an analogy. Uh -huh. And the analogy was, is that you're trading your ETH for sand. Sand? Sand. Okay. Sand. So you get sand for your ETH. Okay. And so you deposit the sand in a place where it accumulates more sand. Okay. Right? And so that is Richard Hart's way to um, stay true to the idea that this is a CD. Because in a CD, you deposit money. And in the, and once you deposit money, you get more money in a CD, right? Through it's Because a bank loans out that money and they make yeah, interest exactly. and they pay you interest on your yeah. CD, right? So yeah. so money gets more money. And in this case, sand gets more sand. So so why sand? Sand is doesn't have any value, mm -hmm. right? So you're going to get... You're trading of something of value, which is ETH, for sand, which has no value, and you're going to get more sand. And therefore, it, it stays true to the CD concept that he's trying to perpetuate. What, that like fiat is valueless or something? No, 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 no. You're misunderstanding. It's like <laughs> definitely. Like, I missed the boat on like, that Like, one, like uh, hex is the sand. You get hex, hex oh yeah, you deposit hex in the CD, uh -huh. you stake this hex, you get more hex. But what's happening to that staked hex? That's the thing. Nothing is. Yeah, because like you laid out pretty well, like in the banking traditional infrastructure, you're putting your fiat cash into a CD. Yeah. Giving them access to that money to, yeah. you know, do their banking shit that they do. Yeah, yeah. You know, which is in essence is like creates profit for them. So they kick back a little bit of that profit right. to the customer right. who's, you know, because staking their fiat basically. So if you stake HEX, which is valueless... I mean, why would you get a? Why would well, anyone take value. a loan? I'm assuming there's some value to there's it. There's right? no value. There's got to be like a, a Dude, you can, number to it. Right now, we could create a token called IMAN tokens yeah, on on yeah. the Ethereum blockchain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> but what about it? What about it? Uh, and those tokens have no value because there's no utility, right? There's yeah. 
it's it's like a Dogecoin. The, the only reason why Doge has value is because it's a meme that's being yeah. perpetuated, right? That's exactly. it. Like it's, it's just, I, yeah, dude. Cryptocurrencies, like, dude, why does any of this shit have value, man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's I think that's the point Richard's driving at too. Well, true, but you know what I mean. But he's 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 accepting people's ETH, yeah, for a coin that he just created out of thin air. Right, and which has no utility except except for the CD functionality of it. Yeah, based on a smart contract, <clears throat> the functionality being that you're expecting a return. Exactly, but his returns are supposed to be like ungodly. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Based yeah. on I don't know. I guess that's what he's trying to explain. And so, in this article called Hex Token, and all these um, links will be in the description. But hex token sale may be an unregistered security offering, but it's not a Ponzi. That's the yeah. title of this of this article. Yeah, we kind of broke that down last week. We looked up what Ponzi scams are and all that stuff. Right. You know, there's nothing really going on. There's no like product that's being sold. I guess uh, if if that's what you consider. No, not. I don't know. So so look at this. Principal paid in ether is exchanged for hex, which has little if any current value, and yeah. its appreciation and value may depend in substantial measure on the efforts of projects founders. Founders, okay. So in this article, it talks about how you're, you're, you're staking, um, you know, hex. And uh, the idea behind the 10,000x profit is that once you get more hex and that hex starts getting, um, I guess, purchased by, by others, like it, it starts to gain some value because people are buying it. And if you have like ten thousand worth of hex, I mean, you're making ten thousand returns. So the more people who buy in, the the better for you. Right. If, if you bought in right. early, essentially. I mean, so <coughs> it incentivizes people to go out and convince others to buy more of this shit, essentially. Yeah, and and it's kind of like a snapshot of one of the documents that it has. It says, it says when you send ETH to the contract, you don't get ETH back. Donations can be made by sending ETH directly to the contract without running the join X lobby function. And it says software is hard. Blockchain software is harder. We're lucky any of this stuff works at all. Okay. So I wouldn't put my money into this. Some yeah, people okay. are, are defending it. Yeah, let's just leave it at that. Pretty much the same conclusion we had last week. Like, this, just fuck these guys. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially. Yeah, I mean. Uh, they're not a- adding anything of value to the uh, the ecosystem in, at all. But really. we, we were getting it's some comments a- on, like, defending some of the stuff that, that Richard is doing. That's that's the thing. Is like, people are no, actually defending this. We're defending it? or they're No, no, no. It? They're defending it. Defending it from being a scam. Well, yeah, they're probably holding some of it. They that's, yeah. they have to. That's like I just said. They're incentivized to try and convince people to, hey, man, buy these hex tokens. It's, it's just like those uh, people, those that Herbalife were, folks, Herbalife and BitConnect, all those guys. So it, it's like, remember, uh, kind of is a Ponzi scheme. Then in a way, the only thing is, it's not structured that way. I guess yeah. I don't fucking know. Yeah, fuck the law, man. The law makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, we all know it. Like in our hearts and our guts, like we could feel it, man. This is not. This thing does not. Yeah. This is not for the greater good of humanity. Yeah, it's definitely <laughs> no not. Way. Definitely not. It's the greater good of this one, like this one man. This one guy who I, I think today has like over $5 million in that ETH wallet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So so you can you can stake, I don't want to say stake, but you can um, collect hex based on how much Bitcoin you have and you, ki- you keep your Bitcoin, right? You're not sending your Bitcoin. Yeah. But you don't get as much hex as if you sent Richard Ethereum. Mm-hmm. So you get more hex when you send them ETH, of course. Yeah. Right. But gotcha. um, so people, I mean, I guess people can get free hex if they want, and depending on how much Bitcoin you have, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. But well, yeah. I think this is the last time we'll ever talk about this motherfucker. Yeah, unless <laughs> unless something else happens, like he gets arrested. Yeah, that's not true. This is definitely not the last time we're gonna talk yeah. about this. But for now, and there's Carlos Matos. It's kind of like, good that because last week it was four million. This week it's only five, so it's not doing as still five million, dude. It's a lot of money, but I I, I think it, it's pretty much done. Like, I don't think anyone's gonna be buying into this anymore, unless somehow he figures out how to like artificially like pump the fuck out of this thing, which yeah. I think has been done multiple times in the past. That's the best way to get people to just you know start buying your token is just pump it, dude. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, there's ways to do it. Exchanges do it. Man, like, there's people, like, pumping this look thing. Let's go. Look what happened to Matic, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah, Matic, yeah. Dude, this is, like, the perfect segue. Is that on the rundown? Yeah, it's on the rundown. Okay. So, let me... Let rundown. Me s- let me search for Matic here. Yeah, let's see what happened to Matic. And Matic is, like, a legitimate, you know, project with Coinbase backing and all kinds of stuff. But, oof, what happened this week is yeah, well, we, shocking. Yeah, we want to look at... So, I mean, we were talking about just a couple of days ago how Matic was pumping. And you were telling <laughs> me to... To exit as quickly <laughs> as possible. Yeah, man. As soon as you show me that chart, I haven't been keeping up with it because I don't hold any of it. Yeah. But, I, you know, I still have interest in it. Uh, But shit, man. You show me that chart and it was a little fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Willis, it's a clear thinking, signal. <laughs> yeah. I've seen many of these parabolic run-ups. Like, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, <laughs> dude. That is so nasty. Look at that thing. Wait, what the fuck happened? Oh, I think you you're too what? far out. I think I need a... Asthmatic? Yeah, asthmatic. Dude, I don't think I've ever seen a red candle like that, unless it was like a BitConnect. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I think BitConnect, Confido did something like that, where like it was revealed. I think they legit exit scammed the Confido team. Yeah. And that it, I, I saw a red candle similar to that. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, all right. So that's not normal, is what so I'm trying to say. So name another uh, IEO token. Okay. Seller, uh, C-E-L-R. Seller Network, there's Fetch, F-E-T, I think. And then there is, like, One, I think it's what it's called, One. I was about to say One FC. That's that's an MMA fighting organization. <laughs> but I think it's just called One. Yeah, Fetch AI. Uh, I think those are all the big boys. Uh, I mean, here, let me double verify. So what we're trying to do is trying to see if all the coins went down at the exact same time because... The Binance, the IEO coins. Yeah. There's... there's <laughs> What's it called? One something? Just One. O-N-E. O-N-E. Uh, fuck. It's just called... Uh, one PTC. Harmony. Harmony. It's Harmony. Oh, it's Harmony. Yeah. yeah that's right. Harmony 1. That's what it is. There it is. And then there's Elrond, too. BRD. All right, so we that's have... That's a pretty good pool. Yeah, that's we have three pool. three to compare to Matic. So let's go to Matic first, and let's, let's go to the day it went down. So we're looking at start date December 9th, 2019. Yeah. That's the first red candle. Of Matic. Of Matic. Okay. All right, now let's go to seller. Okay. Oh man, uh, all these pop ups, dude. Let me cancel this thing. Huh. Jesus, we gotta zoom yeah. in real close. So December 9th, another December red 9th. candle. Now, now the Matic red candle was much, much larger than this. Well, it's because the run up was much larger than yeah. that. You know, that's probably like a thirty percent increase, like a twenty percent dump, is my guess. Yeah. Matic, on the other hand, was like a three hundred percent increase, yeah. right? Yeah. Over that's that right. same time span, and like a. 78% or something like that from the top. That's right. Yeah, dude. So basically, if if you're going to keep going down this list, you're going to open every chart. I'm assuming everything's going to look pretty similar. Yeah. As far as like when the run-ups begin and when the sell-offs begin, you know, it's too fucking calculated, right? Yeah. So uh, there's no way that's a coincidence. <coughs> yeah, see? Yeah. This looks 
December 9th. Eerily similar, just like shit tier volume on there, though. Those <laughs> candles look pretty weak. Yeah, for Fetch, yeah, for sure. For Fetch, yeah. same red candle. Well, actually, it was delayed by a day, but nonetheless, same time frame. And then one BTC. Yep, I already see it. Yep, same red candle on December 9th and 10th. Yeah, so last week we were looking at Matic. We're like, yo, man, what's driving up the price of this fucking thing? Like, we we, we understand deep deeply what it does. You know, it's a, it's a off-chain layer solution for scaling, which is, like, a huge issue for most, you know, blockchains. Yeah. So it had a lot of hype coming into the market, right? Right. I mean, and I called it out, like, whenever we first heard about Matic, we talked about it on the podcast before. Uh, I, me, I was like, I thought this already existed with, like, rated network and other things like yeah. that. and. The side chains, side chains for Ethereum. Yeah, the Plasma network or whatever, the yeah. uh, Lightning network for Bitcoin and stuff. So I was like, okay, this is cool, but like I've heard of this before. I, I didn't really know exactly. I mean, I'm not the most technical guy, so I didn't know what was so much technically superior mm-hmm. to the Raiden network or anything like that. But the hype for it was unreal because of that Coinbase backing, the yeah. Binance IEO listing, yeah. which at the time was like the hot topic shit, right? So Coinbase is, has only gone into Matic, right? Not Seller, Fetch, or Harmony? No, it was the only one. That's why that Matic had like the highest returns, I think. Yeah. And it was one of the first IEOs. So that's what sparked the whole IEO craze. It didn't last very long. Yep. Maybe like a month or two. Yeah. The IEO run-ups. But what I'm thinking is <clears throat> why... And I'm not the only one. Chico Crypto, our yeah. boy. Yep. <laughs> he made a pretty good video. If you haven't seen it yet, go to Chico Crypto's YouTube channel. He's he, he, Me and him have very similar yeah. cynicism. <laughs> like uh, our hatred for Binance, our hatred for Tron. Because I saw everything between Tron and Binance like in 2017. Like to me, that fish, that fish was like so pungent, man. That fishy smell. I'm yeah, like, yeah. dude, this, this <laughs> is not, this can't be legit, man. The way Binance was operating, pumping their own coins with trading competitions. Yeah. And then they launched this IEO thing, and magically, during, like, the deepest of the bear market, like, yeah. these IEO tokens were the only thing that were getting, like, good volume. They were doing trading competitions for each one. As soon as they launched, it's like, they were yeah. doing trading contests. Everybody was talking about them. It was, like, the only thing happening at the time. It was 100% manipulated. And then you look into the token economics and the distribution and stuff. Yeah, that's where, I, that's where you got me, where I yeah. completely agree. Yeah, at first you were like... Because you're like the opposite of me. You, you like to give people the benefit of the doubt, right? <laughs> I don't know how you ended up that way in yeah. this world, but good for you, dude. <laughs> Not me, man. But yeah, so in 2017 during the ICO craze, if an ICO launched with like less than 60 or 50% like token distribution to the public, dude, mm-hmm. that was automatically considered a scam. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Because the founders were... We're uh, pocketing, pocketing all, the, all, all the coins, right? Yeah, so it's like obvious they're trying to just like dump bags on people, right? Yeah. All these IOs are like 20% or less, like public distribution. I think it's, I think there's a reason for it though. I, I, I don't know if it was designed from by Binance, but I think so. But there's, <laughs> there's a reason to it. Like, okay, but let me, some let me legal think. reason. I, I don't remember oh. what it was, but, but that's why, that's why it's 20%. You think you think legality? Uh, I think you see, see that doesn't work because this is like evident. You know, you put the majority of the pool of tokens in the hands of whales. You know, this is what happens. Oh, for sure. No, no, this I, is, this I totally is, get it. Yeah, this but, is. But but you're saying that the eighty percent is the one who dumped the coins, not the twenty percent. Of course, the twenty percent is the public. They don't have the power to right, to right. do these types of price moves, dude. Because like like look at that shit, dude. What caused that uprise? Yeah. You know, it's some it's some entity which I think Binance is involved with because uh, Binance is the one who set up these IEO. 
you watched the Wolf of Wall Street, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You remember how they were launching IPOs during the yeah. dot-com craze <laughs> and stuff? They were total shit scams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're getting away with it, and I'm pretty sure they're taking, like, 30 40% chunks of, like, IPO, right. you know. Because when you launch an IPO, immediately you make millions That's true. of dollars. So <clears throat> Binance essentially is acting. See, but those IPOs, they're, like, 20% of the entire pool of available stock. It's you're not when you launch an IPO, you're not doing like fifty percent. You're just selling like twenty percent of your stock. So to the I, public. So so yeah. yeah. So I think that's why these guys are emulating sort of that structure. Yeah, it might be, maybe I'm not sure. Never looked into the actual technicalities of it, but yeah. But nonetheless, I mean, you're <laughs> right. Not, just because yeah. that eighty percent has control of the entire uh, manipulation uh, aspect of this, mm-hmm. and so th- I I totally agree. There's. It's by no coincidence all the Binance IEO tokens go up at the same time and go down at the same time. Yeah, and it's it's it's, it's been happening since the inception of these yeah, things. Yeah, that's right. You that's know? right. And and it's it's weird because Matic on the sur- it looks like a legitimate project with like a legitimate team. They're solving a legitimate problem, and there's like a legitimate adoption happening. Yeah, yeah. you know, there's Decentraland's using Decentraland is apparently, according to like their blog posts and their Discord chats and stuff. Matic's supposed to be like an integral part of mm-hmm. the scaling solution for Decentraland. Yeah, you know, without it, you're literally gonna have to wait five to ten to fifteen minutes for confirmation. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Care for, you know, if you're gonna do anything on DCL, yeah, fucking good luck, dude. Like shit. <laughs> so I, 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 I see that, and I'm like, man. I don't know. I don't know what to think of this. Yeah, like, no, I, I think it was totally manipulated. Yeah. Like, there's, like, insider shit going on here, for sure. Which is rough, because I actually do, like, the project and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, I don't think I don't think Matic had any control over that, like, this distribution. I think Binance, when they came to the table to Binance, they're probably like, you guys get IEO through our platform, which is going to be super beneficial to you, right? Like, you're going to yeah. launch your token, everyone's going to be aware of it, and you're going to have a hella good launch. And Coinbase invested in you guys, so... Yeah. Like, but but you gotta abide by these rules, right? And by the way, like we need to hold like twenty percent or something like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, exactly. Which is crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it's too coincidental that they go they go down, they go up at the same time, they go down at the same time. Watch watch Chico's video because he goes really into depth. Yeah, we'll add it to the description this. too. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, he he does a lot of a I don't lot know of how the research. fuck he gets so deep into that, dude. Like. I don't know. The dude literally must not sleep or something. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, like, he produces the videos, like, all well, like, researched yeah, and everything. Yeah, yeah he's We're definitely fanboys, for sure. Yeah, man. <laughs> but, I don't know, this just adds on to my general, like, sent- sentiment of, like, the whole space. Like, fuck. I was talking to you about that. That, that was a dude. video where Chico Crypto dances, right, and sings. Oh, yeah, he had a great yeah. intro. <laughs> <laughs> he just danced to the Wrecking Ball. Yeah. Like, almost, right. almost <laughs> naked, which was hilarious. Yeah. You know, he needs to work on his... Uh, tone deafness though when he sings <laughs> I, I don't know if that was like intentionally bad or <laughs> yeah, it was intentional for sure i don't know he's a pretty bad singer but who cares yeah he's not a professional he's a memer good memes yeah and uh so so yeah i uh fortunately don't have a whole lot stake in tomatic so i wasn't that concerned yeah. that's why i really didn't care yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. This is this is a a signal. I mean, if you're going to be invest investing in Matic, always keep an eye on the other IEO tokens. For sure. And once they do a parabolic run up and it stabilizes for like a day or two, just it's time, man. Because they're gonna they're probably gonna dump again. <laughs> Which is so crazy, man. Because this is gonna happen again. This is this made a lot of money to people. Oh fuck yeah. This is gonna for happen sure. at least couple more times and that's what i was talking about my sentiment is like uh, like i'm like fuck this kind of like hurts me uh, which is, sounds emotionally in a way not emotionally because you like matic or why 
No, just because this is more proof that, like, dude, this space is filled with people just, like, sharks. Just oh, trying I to, see. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck over as many people as possible. Dude. They're just trying to make money off of us. Yeah, that's true. Which that's is, true. like, fuck. You know, I want this the whole thing to succeed and stuff, but it's like, man. But there's too many of these. The problem is, like, yeah, the, the incentive structure behind cryptocurrency is all about money, 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 money. That's, what, that's where the... And the thing is, I'm sure the people behind Matic, they're probably, like, legit people that are trying to, like, solve problems. Yeah. But... You know, once you get that investment and once you start, like, I guess, playing with Binance, mm-hmm. they start being able to have manipulation power. Yeah. That's kind of why I like Nano in a way. Like, when I first heard about Nano, because mm-hmm. it's the first cryptocurrency that I've heard of that doesn't have a financial, like, incentive to, like, run nodes on the network or whatever the fuck. Oh, really? There's really? no there's no block rewards because it's not even a blockchain. So what's know? the incentive to run a node? <coughs> <laughs> well, from, I, I'm still not 100% like I, I would like to get like a nano expert in this bitch. <laughs> but the incentive, from what I understand, is more of like a cost savings meth incentive for mm-hmm. I, their hope is like whenever this thing matures, they're going to have like big, large entities running nodes on the network. And their sole incentive to do so is to save money on like credit card transactions and such. Right. You know, save that processing fee because okay. they're using Nano to transact. So instead of them getting like rewards, which is how Bitcoin and shit works, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're they're adopting this technology to save on the cost, which. Oh, okay. You know a little bit about that, yeah. don't you? Yeah, for yeah. sure. Will that work? I don't know. It's obviously untested. Yeah. You know, there's a bit much bigger incentive to mine Bitcoin, right? You know. Yeah, and there's there's a huge community on Reddit talking about Nano all the time. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's something behind it, you know. Yeah. Because <coughs> it's a new, it's new. Uh, it's not a blockchain. It's something called a block lattice. Right. Know? Right. I mean, do your own research about this stuff, but yeah, I like it so far just because of all the things I'm talking about, man. Like all these cryptocurrencies have their main pool for people to get involved is because they're trying to make money. Right. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't necessarily care so much about the, you know, the decentralized aspect of it. Mm-hmm. They're just trying to find ways to make money. So, well, on on which is okay. I don't know. I'm so conflicted, Will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's tough. I mean, a lot of this stuff, like these new projects, once you get into them, they're so technical to understand. Like, yeah. it, it takes a lot of effort. That's why, like, we're we're impressed with like everything that Chico Crypto does because he's. Following like the legalities of everything, he's following like yeah. pumps and dumps. He's like an investigative journalist. Yeah, there you, you go. He, exactly. He's li- looking for the like the the I, telltale signals of scams and frauds. Yeah, and just people just before like, they happen. Like I said, he's looking for the sharks. Yeah, and there are sharks. Like uh, every time, like one of these scam, like there's one on the rundown we we need to talk about, uh, like an ICO scam. Yes, they go into like their emails and stuff, and every single time they're always like, "Ha ha!" Like, look how much money we're making off these retards. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, they all say this like behind closed doors, but whenever they're in the public eye, they're like, "Oh man, right, like, we rock." Yeah, <laughs> you guys too. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, well, I was gonna segue from Matic into uh, into NFTs index by Metalith. Okay. So I discovered that these guys, Metalith, uh, were funded by uh, uh, Metaverse Ventures, which is a digital c- uh, currency group firm that invests in companies building products and services in Decentraland. Okay. Is yeah, for you Decentraland listeners, man, this is big news. Yeah. Uh, I, I had no idea there's like yeah big money looking at this. You know what I mean? I had no idea either. I was... Uh, yeah. So this came out, what, today's December 12th? This came out yesterday, dude. Yeah. And uh, so when I first saw this, I, like I couldn't really 
believe my eyes. It's like building products and services in Decentraland. What the? It's like that's what Metalith is doing. Yeah. So yeah. so Metalith and advanced is a advanced provider of research and tools for non fungible tokens. Okay. So they have this app where you can track the progress of NFT NFT tokens on like their uh, rate of trade, so to speak. On this particular application, let me see if I can pull it up. The index, the index, yeah, yeah, you just pull that up for sure. Yeah, essentially, what they're doing is because they're providing like good tools for people, I guess, investors to f- figure out like uh, the overall health of the NFT space, right? Yeah. Right now, they just they launched look, it's right here, land price index. So this is specifically for Decentraland land, right? Correct. And so I can click on quarterly just to see the entire like on a quarterly basis, like the progress of land. Purchasing. Yeah. See, right now, like before this existed, the only way you could really tell like how land is doing, uh, there's another website you can go to. You can literally see like a feed of like what's being bought and sold. Yeah. So you have to go up and down that list. And, like, was it was it OpenSea or or was it no it was it was something, something else? else. Uh, something that Maddie showed us, but I fucking forgot it. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying, right? It has a feed. It has like a the plot and the the coordinates and the the buy and sell price or whatever the fuck. Yeah. So, yeah, you would go down that list and you'd have to look like throughout the whole week and see like what's going on with the prices. You and know? then you would have to <laughs> give like your own sentiment. It was like, well, yeah. in the last week, nobody bought anything. But this week, there's like people buying $100,000 worth of land. Yeah. And so, but this takes guess, all that information th- and exactly. like puts it into an easy to understand format. Yeah, easier to digest. Something we're all used to, right? Fucking yeah. graphs and yeah. charts. Yeah, absolutely. Like, this I mean, is how we analyze things. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So this is cool. Yeah, and so uh, I think Metalith is probably not only focused on Decentraland, but this is their first uh, first one on the uh, application uh, for for their app. So parcels are, are the core unit of Decentraland virtual world, enabling owners to reap the full economic benefits of their work through uncensorable property rights powered by the blockchain, which is the fundamental reason why we got excited in Decentraland or about Decentraland. For what is reason? Because the full economic benefits of their work through uncensorable property rights. Yeah. I mean, that... So, technically, you could build anything that you want, deploy it on Decentraland, and if that thing that you've created on Decentraland makes money, like, that's the whole point. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that's that's why I really like Decentraland. Plus, plus, these guys are working on something that kind of augments the whole experience in this, like, NFT world, so... That's why we really like these guys, and we're hoping to bring them on. As a matter of fact, uh, Joel uh, just joined our, our Discord, and uh, we're going to have him and and Mark on uh, pretty soon. They're going to talk to us about this stuff? Yep. Who's Joel? Like the Joel's founder? his partner, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So, Joel Hubert. That's that's what's up. Yeah, we need to get deep into it. anything about Decentraland. Because, yeah, us, in case you don't know, we're, like, deep in ourselves into Decentraland. We got land. We have projects already deployed on there that, unfortunately, you can't see because you're not invited. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not yet, at least. Once that public beta commences, then you can come, you know, play on our merry-go-rounds and stuff like that that we create. Yeah. You know, we we got some cool shit, man. In fact, I have a graffiti. We got a graffiti wall that's up right now that has, like, a Pikachu. Oh, yeah, But I want to change it to Baby Yoda. <laughs> I've been thinking about that for like days now. Like, dude, I need to get back in there and like change yeah. that Pikachu up. Yeah, Baby Yoda's like the hotness right now. Yeah, it is. So, damn, that's yeah. that's a good idea. So, I uh, I guess, man, there's so much memes on Baby Yoda. Have you seen any of the Mandalorian? 
I know, no, I have it. Okay, yeah, but neither have I. I know what it is. I mean, everyone's just like Star Wars fanboying right now. Yeah. But the Baby Yoda is like fucking touched everybody's heart. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, I guess because it's like really cute. It's like Baby Groot. Uh, I see. I, I don't think it had nearly the same impact. Really? Well, dude, Baby Groot was like huge, man. Really? For, for like a, a good second there, it was huge. <laughs> exactly. Dude, this is like taking over everything, this Baby Yoda shit. Huh. For me, it's kind of annoying because I'm not a Star Wars guy. Yeah, neither am I. But I get it. <laughs> People, like whenever the Pikachu detective, whatever the fuck came out, they had a bunch of Pikachu did, did memes. Did you see that movie? I haven't seen that movie. Dude, it's, I didn't, you didn't think like that was that good. I mean, there's nothing special about it. To each their own, Willis. Yeah. <laughs> but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, for sure. Right now, the new hotness meme is Baby Yoda, so all I want to do is paint me one on our graffiti wall. My point was, yeah, we're going to talk to these guys because they're they're adding value to they're the adding ecosystem. They're adding value to, exactly, to the ecosystem without necessarily building a thing in Decentraland, which, yeah, I mean, that's cool, but there's a whole lot of things around Decentraland that need to be built in order to create that economy. Exactly. And so that's why we're really interested in talking to these guys. Yeah, because, like, NFTs, is, it's kind of tough to tell what's going on with NFTs, right? Right now, they're mostly just listed on OpenSea. Right. Which is great because you need a place to buy and sell them. That's right. You know? Exactly. But they're not like cryptocurrencies. It's not like a regular exchange where you're exchanging, like, you know, this virtual digital coin that has, like, an already set value to it. Yeah. And that's all it is. NFTs are, like, images and stuff yeah. like that. They're, like, in-game cards or in-game assets there's no number associated with them so it's kind of hard to like see like how are they doing yeah for sure so these indexes are like actually needed so that way you could tell exactly like the dcl land one if you look at the yearly chart let's look at it scale it for like a year well i think this is it this is a quarterly no scroll down right there well this is one year oh i see down 60 percent. yeah it's down 60 percent. so if you're like an investor you're doing your research on dcl land you know you see that like holy shit Land is 60% off than what it was a year ago. Right, right. This is a good time to be buying land. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, because yeah, if it was like 300% plus. Yeah, like, <laughs> I'd stop with the yeah. wheels on that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm about to get maddocked. Yeah. <laughs> 100%. Right. So this is cool. Yeah, I like this. Let's see what else they got in the works when we talk to them. Yeah, hopefully it's pretty soon. Um, yeah, we got, we got a lot of things coming up with uh, Andreas Antonopoulos. We're talking to uh, Metalith, and we want to get... One thing I really want to know is, like, how are they going to make money? Because they got investors now. Yeah. Obviously, that's how we found out about them. Yep. So, investors, like, like to make returns on their investments, I assume. I think so, too. (laughs) I think that's the whole point, right? (laughs) And for me, currently, I don't know how they're going to make money, uh, because I don't understand how indexes work. I'm assuming they're going to create, like, a whole pool of these things. Right. And it's going to attract people to their site, their you know their app. Right, right, right. And then they'll monetize somehow. But yeah, yeah we'll get the inside scoot once they get on here. It's probably, uh, yeah, I'm sure they're going to build a bunch of APIs. And APIs are, are going to be used by a bunch of developers to get more information, more data analytics, and uh, maybe build build apps using Metalis information. So, we'll, But we'll see. We'll talk to them and see, get the uh, down low on what they're doing. Um, uh, let me bring up another thing here. So, oh, you want to talk about this uh, this fraud guy? See, I don't know much about it. I mean, I could kind of, <laughs> I would, you told me about it. Uh, what was it, an ICO scam? Yeah. Like, officially, the SEC, like, laid down the band hammer on them. Like, they're fucked. Yeah, I uh, I wrote this down for a reason. I, I just don't quite remember what it was. But, uh, but basically, the SEC charges shopping founder with orchestrating a fraudulent 42 million ICO. There it is. I think what it was was this part right here. 
uh, I guess Eyal, this guy, used over $500,000 of investor funds for expenses such as his rent, retail shopping, entertainment, tickets to ph- philanthropic <laughs> events, and a dating service, <laughs> but failed to disclose to investors that he would use any proceeds for his own benefit. So basically, he balled out. Yeah. Like $500,000, he just like went ham, like fucked a bunch of hookers. <laughs> we went to like football games and like he went clubbing and shit. But so that's the fraud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> because it, the thing is, like, dude, the fraud can't be that he didn't deliver on his promises to create some product, which I don't even know what the product is. We should like maybe yeah, see the website. Yeah, let's 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 look up. <laughs> but obviously, he did not deliver. <laughs> yeah, clearly. And I don't, dude. Is that really like punishable? Because almost every project in crypto hasn't delivered on their promises. So, like, is everyone committing fraud? I don't think so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Shop and founder pleads guilty to orchestrating fraudulent $42 million. So, this is probably not even, like, a, a website anymore. Oh, there it is. Shopping.com. Uh, oh, so they, 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 they shut it down. They axed it, dude. Yeah, they axed it. <laughs> Hold on. Go shopping.com right there. I don't think this is it, though. I think so. Um, Keeping timeless brands timeless. Retail 3.0. Damn, what a buzzword. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blockchain. This oh, is it. There dude. it is. Yeah. Okay. Shopper and leverage is cutting edge patent protected technology to bring retailers and consumers closer together to increase personalization and conversion. Wait, what? And conversion? Conversion? Oh, wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell happened there? <laughs> it says not there. Convert? Convertion? <laughs> is that a word? <laughs> <laughs> Convertion? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. No. Conversion. Conversion. Okay. Conversion. Uh, Personalization. Conversion to sales, but uh, what, he misspelled conversion. Conversion. Does that even make sense? Uh, I don't fucking know, dude. Okay, already red flags, dude. Yeah, if yeah, anybody read this site yeah. and they, they <laughs> fucking bought into this ICO, you're fucking yeah. retarded, man. Yeah. Come our, on, our man. Our first innovation ride, trademarked, <laughs> nice. introduces a global view of purchase Purchase data, preparing the world for our universal shopper profile. Jeez. How do you even accomplish this, dude? Okay, like, okay. Phase one, introducing the retail intelligence data engine. So did you know that 30% of Amazon's revenue is generated from their purchase data-powered recommendation bar? Their enormous pool of purchase data is a core driver to the success. Ride extracts and reverse engineers the purchase data of online retailers from their websites and measures the influence of each retailer brand or product upon each other. Amazon's data is included, of course. How they accomplish that, I don't know, unless you're running like a little plug-in on your browser and that browser is like watching everything you do from mm. porn to mm-hmm. buying shit on Amazon. And it's just like collecting that, that data because Amazon's not going to give shopping that information, nor Walmart, nor Target. <laughs> no. that's, that's their business, yeah. that information. Look at this Jaden Smith-looking motherfucker. Looks <laughs> <laughs> just like Will Smith. Okay, so phase two of blockchain, DHT. So that's like a lattice, I think. And AI-powered decentralized shopper ID. So shopping works with retailers to put control of purchase data back into the hands of consumers, the rightful owners. See, that's that's a uh, ideal. Ain't gonna happen dot com. Mm. It's just not, that's not I mean, how that's, that works. But that's a buzz topic right now, right? Everyone's concerned about their data and stuff. So these guys capitalized on that, right? Yeah. It's like they're capitalizing on the fear of the consumer. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, I see what yeah. you're saying. If so they're capitalizing on that that nugget of fear. Yeah. But without the ability to execute on it. Well, of course. <laughs> but yeah. my point is, I guess the point of like looking at this is. Is we're trying to, we're trying to 
give a perspective of what an actual scam <sighs> fraud looks like. Yeah. See. With with real time fraudulent activities currently happening right now. Yeah. Let's let's scroll back up. F- f- fuck all this shit. It's obviously scams. So there's no point in learning about it. Let's go to the about us. Let's look at their team. Okay. Because that's to me when I was buying the, into these <laughs> cryptocurrencies, the biggest thing I wanted to see is the team. <laughs> you know, do they have? First of all. The first thing I like to see is at least the prototype, right? And yeah. there's like none of that going around in 2017. <laughs> there's yeah, like there's no <laughs> prototypes anywhere. Uh, is there even like a team page? I don't even think so, huh? So there's a data sovereignty, the next big leap for retail shoppers. So apply to be a partner. Okay. It's like you're you're a merchant and you actively want to partner up with this and give your data to to these guys. Huh? Look at that, Jack Ma. Yeah. You put on some big faces like that, like oh mm-hmm. my god. It gets like uh, retail investors a little juicy thinking about it. It's like, ooh, I want to yeah. this. Look, look at, at that, look at dude. That, man. Featured on all of this stuff. Perpetuating fraud here. Bro, that's kind of like alarming, actually. It is. That just shows you, dude, you cannot trust the media about anything. <laughs> like, they obviously do not screen anything. Yeah. They you know, don't. They, they're just looking for, like, clickbait title or articles and stuff like yeah. that. That's, yeah, that's their business model. Yeah. And that's it. Damn. That's it, dude. Well, what, what, do, what do you think? This is a pretty good website, don't you think? It looks okay. Well, I can see why they raised $42 million in an ICO. I mean, this is yeah. this is well done. Yeah. It's the, it's just somebody who's, like, really good at, like, front-end web development. You know? Yeah. They built, like, a nice website. Snappy looking. I mean, is this nice. a clear, like, is this a clear scam? Like, no, it's not that clear. That's the, that's the crazy thing about it. I See, I have a, l- a little bit of background in, like, Financial transactions, credit card transactions, retail, merchants, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact there's not a merchant that is willing to participate in any sort of data, like donations to any company or organization or decentralized network of any kind. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not what they want to do. Yeah. And so the only way that this is possible is if people actively and manually run some plugin on their browser to only track online transactions. Mm. And he, and that is, I mean, you're giving up your data again to a, a, a third party. Yeah. So, uh, shit. This is not very, there's it's, a not, it's not easy to understand. <laughs> there's a reason why the ICO thing, like, totally tapered off. Like, we looked at, we talked about it a few weeks ago, that, like, in 2019, they raised less than, like, $300 million or something like that in ICO fundage. And, like, the two previous years, it was, like, 2 or $3 billion or something like that. Yeah. This shit's done, man. I think I think investors have figured out like they've become wise. Like you know, I'm not 100 percent sure if it's because of the bear market. Maybe their investors just aren't as excited to. Uh, well, it's like uh, feed. That's a good. That's a seed, good point. Seed fund these projects or what? That's a good point. I think the other thing is like the regulatory aspect. So many people are getting too. slapped and yeah. bitch slapped. Yeah, maybe by the, the, by the, the SEC. The risk is too high now. Maybe. Yeah, I mean EOS got hit too, right? Yeah, but dude, I'm, not like well, nothing. not like yeah. Not obviously, like it wasn't fraud. Like nobody's this. going to jail. No, for sure. Apparently Except for this guy. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, so what the fuck did they do? <laughs> I really want to know, because as far as I can see, they just didn't deliver. And like I said, there's tons of those. Well, like, let me where's go, the fraud? Let me go. Let's let's read this article. Okay. So bear the, with us, folks. Yeah, in the read. press release, December 11th, uh, 42 million dollars from August 2017. Uh, according to the SEC, Shopin's actions constitute an unregistered securities offering of Shopin tokens. Which is, that's, the uh, EOS got charged with the same thing. That part, the unregistered, the unregistered securities. Offerings. And then they got a slap on the wrist, like a $24 million fine or something like that. Yeah, and they raised like $4 billion? Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't commit fraud, though. 
They just didn't register. So I think this next part is the fraud. So EL told investors he would use the funds from the token sale to create a blockchain-based shopper profiles. These profiles would then track customer purchase histories across online retailers and recommend products based on the information. However, EL never created a functional platform. There it is. So Mark Berger, director of the SEC's New, New York regional office, said, as alleged in today's action, the SEC seeks to hold EL and Shopping responsible for scamming innocent investors with false claims about relationships oh, and shit. contracts they had secured in support of a blockchain-based universal shopper profile. Okay, so this is, he's, he, he lied, obviously, essentially. Yeah. He lied about a bunch of shit. Yeah. Okay. So furthermore, EL allegedly lied about having forged partnerships with established retail outlets um, when, in fact, no partnerships existed. The SEC Oof. also claims... Uh, EEL misappropriated investor funds for personal expenses. Yeah. So he lied. He lied. So that's, that's the difference. That's fraud. That's Yeah. <laughs> that's the difference between yeah. EOS getting the same thing, getting slapped on the wrist yeah. by unregistered security token yeah. versus EOS, someone lying about what they're going to build. Yeah. EOS said they were going to launch a blockchain. They launched. And they launched a blockchain. It was a little rough. See, that's that's <laughs> what I, I... Dude, this is what frustrates, fr- frustrates me so much is that you raise $42 million and you can't put together a, a simple blockchain to like avoid getting going to jail. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I don't understand, dude. I think he's just one of the pool of people who like, he had no intentions of doing anything from the get go. He just wanted to scam people, you know, take advantage. Yeah, of this it has ICO to be it. Phase. Cause there was a lot, of, uh, dude, that's what I'm saying. If you break down so many of these projects, they did the same shit. <laughs> I dude. I, I mean, come on, dude, pay uh, uh, an investor uh, the, uh, from out of college Give them five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> For real, build right? me a blockchain or Make build it. something like some kind of product that at least looks like I'm doing what we shouldn't even put this out there. Like give scammers yeah, ideas of how to like get God around the it, SEC. Man. But it's true. I don't know. I know I don't, what you're saying. I don't know what it is, dude. Like this. That's pretty. This lazy, cannot right? be hard. This cannot be hard. Yeah, with all that money. <laughs> yes, dude. That's a lot of fucking money. Man, we're dude. over here like building shit that people you know are Tragic. actually using. Yeah. And and we don't have shit. We don't have no millions of dollars. <laughs> well, that's the thing, man. Like that's what I'm and hoping. Then, and then only that we can't even launch an ICO because then we look fraudulent. Why? Because we're Americans. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. ICO has like a bad taste. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. These I days, ICO shit, dude. It's done, man. Uh, unless you got to have a product now. Like I think the space, like like an IPO. Like we need to adopt the IPO structure. Like you got to have sales. Yeah. You gotta yeah, have yeah. at least some revenue yeah. at this point. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you gotta have a legitimate like corporation at least filed or yeah, something. For you know? sure. For some sure. history behind you, then we can go public. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, and as it should be. That's how it should be. Yeah. Basically we need more regulation. Yeah. yeah. That's that's how it should be. Yeah. And then we get fucking eighty percent of the tokens in the hands of yeah. whales and shit and then yeah. it fucks over and I mean damn dude, we got this is a complex issue, man. It is. No wonder the God damn it. No wonder the government needs a whole new branch to like <laughs> yeah. monitor this shit. But SEC's not enough. Yeah. This is complicated shit. Yeah, the SEC's got like like a stack of piles of like fraudulent transactions happening. Oh yeah. Oh man. It's interesting though. It's it's interesting to see cases like this, you know. It's good. Yeah. You're getting like scammers off the street. Right. 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 The virtual street. But. So another thing that I kind of want to talk about was SoMe Social. Someone had brought it up in the uh, comment section on Twitter, on YouTube. Uh-huh. And uh, I haven't uh, created an account, but it looks pretty fascinating. So from what I understand, SoMe Social kind of co- collects all your social media profiles into one like dashboard. And mm-hmm. I think from there, like you can like tweet and <laughs> 
<laughs> send Facebook posts in. Dude, after all this talk of like scams, we we really gotta like like dig deep into this thing. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this could legitimately be like another one of those. It, it could be. Uh, it's a on. good thing to segue into that, so we can actually like now let's look at it. Let's check it out. Yeah, and see if it uh has any red flags. So I went to the site and like their entire website is essentially just sign up, right? So uh-huh. I'm going to an article talking about what is SoMe Social. And so the basics, uh, SoMe Social is a blockchain powered dashboard that allows users to interact with all their social media profiles on various platforms from single interface. That right there has got me interested. Meaning? So from a, from a dashboard, I can access my, our Twitter account. You just like click on the icon, maybe. It's like, okay, I want to tweet something out. So you click on the little bird. That's that's what it seems like. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how. Is there like pictures how this is blockchain of the UI powered. or anything? Um, no. Oh my god, dude! Everything's <laughs> just like a white paper, dude. <laughs> fuck this. Oh yeah. man, this is exactly what I'm talking about. And it's it's a cryptocurrency, right? Yeah. Oh, it's called on G cryptocurrency. Are they seeking fundage or something or it's already like past no, that phase? No, no, it's way past that. So okay. so like the company held an ICO between August 11th oh, okay. 2017 to September and they raised 1.2 million. It's not now, much considering the time. They yeah, okay. No, considering the time c- clearly that's not not that's much peanuts back then, yeah. But I don't think this ar- particular article was updated to maybe they got more funding. Now, I, I don't know too much about them, but it's something that we need to investigate and potentially use because like if this, there's anything to use is what i'm saying well like this right now is just words on a piece of paper it is but it, it, it's an actual application we just have to create an account okay so okay yeah it, so okay. here it is all right let me stop talking so much shit. yeah <laughs> <laughs> dude I'm no so because s- i'm skeptical man there's I'm, there's other know? dashboards that put together all different social medias but they cost money like initially what yeah like um i can't cost money yeah. Why? Because like it's it's a service. It's like a monthly service to like put all your social media accounts into one and then you can like schedule posts and you can do all kinds of like crazy things with it. <laughs> dude. I say to that, dude. I'm not paying for that. Come on. Somebody it's, needs to create a free version of this. Social, this dude, social media is like a big thing. Yeah, though. I know it's a like, business for a lot of people, but I mean, come on. Dude, it's important, man. That's like where most of our, tra- our traction and traffic comes from. Okay, let's let's create an account, like a dummy account. All so right. You get in this bitch. Is it? Yeah, fuck it. I was about to say, is it even worth doing this? But why not? We're already we're in the rabbit hole now. <laughs> okay, let's do it. <coughs> Wait, don't use like, like your actual shit, dude. <laughs> shit. Well, then we we'll have to we we'll have to create like a different. You know email. what? Just just if you can edit, like black it out or something. And post. Well, yeah, I can do that. But yeah. I mean, I'm just trying to protect your email, dude. <laughs> I mean, I mean, out there. Uh, I know I, it's <laughs> it's pretty public. It's on the website, so. Okay. Um. Right, let's go. Let's do it. <clears throat> he just typed in like Gatorade is awesome <laughs> for his password. Hey, I, I'm pretty sure we're not going to get very far because there's like more to it. Oh shit! Look at that. Well, this looks like a pretty standard dashboard to me. S- so uh, at the very top, is there music playing? No, just no, no, no. <laughs> I just got an email confirmation. Oh, <laughs> you fucking do you remember when websites used to have music? That was actually legit, dude. I miss those days. <laughs> <laughs> like, Are you talking about MySpace? No, just like random websites you go to, like they would just have like music I'm, blaring like in the background. I never, I don't remember going to a website wow. with music in the background. I went to like low tier websites, then I guess. So at the very top, there's a SoMe uh, icon with beta on it. So so we're in beta now. I want to see how to add like Twitter. You have twenty thousand fire points for some reason. Okay, well, 
Interesting. Friends, groups, companies, and photos. It's got a wallet there at the top, too. Uh, let's go to social dashboard. Great. Yeah, is there like a little... Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Shit's 20 minutes long, dude. Dude, look at that intro, though. Very nice. That already looks scammy to me, dude. Hi, so much effort into that. Social. My name is Andrew, and today I'm going to walk you through how to set up your Somi social media management platform. Like when the upbeat music? Your login information, this is a screen that you're going to be greeted with. Nobody can scam me with this kind of music, right? Oh, fuck me, dude. These three icons are going to give you updates as well as allow you to navigate your settings. Three arrows you see over here. All right. Yo, what the fuck, dude? Like, they have that awesome intro and, like, the audio from, like, the 1980s, <laughs> dude. What the hell was that shit? <laughs> they couldn't invest in, like, a fucking $100, like, Yeti mic at least or something? Yeah, that's true. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> oh, crap. So, uh, I can already tell that their dashboard is different than, than what I'm seeing here. So, okay. it's like an old video. Uh, but I, I don't I don't see how... <laughs> Log in. <clears throat> huh. I'm thinking... This, they like preemptively maybe made this for, well, you're saying it's for, oh, so it's not. It's oh, you not. need like pending verification or something? Yeah. Huh. The fact that I saw a wallet on this thing, I'm thinking they're more geared towards like decentralized social media. It might be, but, but they, they talked about Twitter and everything. Well, yeah, but I, I'm assuming they're going to get literally zero adoption from like traditional mainstream social media just because nobody's looking for this right now. But in the decentralized world, dude, what? What are you, well, you, you going to say, dude? <laughs> there's YouTube, there's Twitter, there's Facebook. Okay. There's Steemit. All right. I mean, there's all kinds well, of social medias that we're not like taking advantage of. Us? Yeah. So what are you saying? Like, if you uploaded so, a video, it goes to like all of them or something? Not, not necessarily. It just depends on how it works, right? But the the, the end goal is to have a single place uh-huh. where you can post a tweet. Post a Facebook comment. Post do all this stuff all all one time, or at least easier. The only and thing, Instagram. It, yeah, it just it just removes the friction from like opening six separate browsers and doing everything. Believe individually, me, it, that's much. that's trivializing the problem. Like what you yeah, just we'll, said, we'll, we'll because it's that. such a pain in the ass, dude. Yeah. To do like social media, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a but real it's pain in the ass. It's still gonna be a pain in the ass, ain't it? It's just gonna be it, all in one place. The ass, <laughs> the pain just <laughs> aggregates essentially. Well, it's concentrated, <laughs> concentrated ass pain, dude. That doesn't sound good. Oh shit! But I I get it, you know. But yeah. I don't get it at the same time. I need more. I need to like dig deeper into it. Like, yeah. But I feel like, dude, this has to have already been done. Like, well, yeah. On. How has this like not been done? I want to call it like HubSpot or something, but I don't know. We're being total dicks right now. At least I am (laughs) giving this thing a chance. Well, there's there's a coin attached to it. See, that's what I don't understand. Oh, there's another coin, huh? Yeah. (laughs) Why does it need? Why does this need a coin? Exactly. Yeah. We just we just gotta gotta play with it a little bit more. Um, Yeah. If you're interested, yeah. Give us an update later on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> 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 update us down the road what you find out. But like I said, I get it, but I don't get it. <laughs> especially after talking about that forty-two million dollars scam. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, th- I mean, they only raised one point two million. So if this was like a scam, what do you mean only, the- dude? That's still like good nuggets. You know what I mean, dude? But but at least they produce something. There's there's yeah that. yeah for sure true. So it's not fraudulent just because you can log in. Yeah, this is like a typical crypto project. Like they had an idea, they had an ICO to raise fundage, and then they create a product and it hopefully aligns with their initial idea. You know? Yeah, yeah. Whether or not it'll succeed is up to the market. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm 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 interested in like the social media like aggregation aspect because yeah, it shit. If you can make life easier by doing that, I'm down. Right. That's I'm down. That's, that's that's it's as simple as that. Like creating a business, whatever makes humanity's lives like a little more convenient or easier, yeah. you're on to something. It's yeah, for so, sure. It's literally that simple. Yeah. You know, like fucking Uber Eats and like shit like that, dude. We're so fucking li- like the fact that we could just gorge on demand is like. Yeah. Booming business. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to leave our houses anymore to gorge on fast food. Shit, not only that, here in Houston, there's uh, there's um, uh, an automated vehicle delivering food from Walmart to oh, yeah. like individual houses. Exactly. Yeah, because these smart motherfuckers in Silicon Valley, they figured it out, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, how do we make like, humanity lazier than it already is? We'll just deliver everything to their door. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know what needs to be created? A fucking safe space for like Amazon packages. <laughs> Instead of them just throwing shit at our doors. It's just, I, I hear a lot of stories of like porch pirates these days. Oh, yeah. Those go around, follow you, these like uh, Amazon people. Do you vehicles? have uh, the ring like on, no, at your house? No. Well, we do. And we get notifications all the time about people stealing packages really? at the door all the time. Like, like in the neighborhood or something? Well, all over the city. It happens all over the city. And they just, they let everyone know? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So what are you gonna do about it? Uh, <laughs> well, candy, like, right? yeah, you can't. Like, <laughs> that's a problem. Somebody needs to solve that problem. Like, I, I think like a, an actual like safe box outside your house. Well, it's not a bad <laughs> idea. So there's a couple solutions out there that are sort of working. Yeah, even Amazon has implemented their own like a locker box. Exactly what like, I was talking about. You go yeah. to like the post office, you own it like a locker, and that's where Amazon drops stuff off. That's not gonna work, dude. You gotta go to the fucking post office. Oh well, yeah, like I mean, because loca- no, like the, no. it's like this huge like beast yeah. of a like locker place. No, dude, it's gotta be like attached to your foundation of your house. Like we need to build these like yeah, we but, build toilets. But you sometimes I mean? like you get packages that don't fit in these like boxes, these lockers. Well, it'll be a big motherfucking locker. It's gonna be ugly, but maybe they could make it look nice. You know, like we got trash receptacles because they're we need them. Package delivery is is a need these days, you know? Oh, yeah. It's not going away. It's only going to get more, like, ingrained into our society. So why not build this into our uh, housing structure, I guess, our living structure? What if you build, like, a chute into your house? Like? <laughs> <laughs> not a bad idea. <laughs> Instead of, like, a little mail one? Yeah. But then it would be fucking huge. Where are you going to put yeah. that bitch? I don't know. Like, it's uh, it's a real problem. Architects have to design these into houses, like, in the future. Like, a futuristic house would have to have, like, a big slot maybe with, like, a... On the app, you and the delivery driver, and you connect, and then you give them like an authorization code in order to like shoot some shit in. Yeah, so Amazon had tried doing this with like <laughs> garages. Like they have access to your garage, so they can open the garage door, leave something in, close it, done. It's still too risky because then you're giving, this, yeah, you gotta trust this delivery man. He's yeah. not a fucking thief, you know? And there's another one where there's like two doors at your house. Like one door, you know, can be accessed like from mm. like. Amazon delivery, mm. and um, and that's it. And they yeah. just put it in there and lock the door, and that's it. Yeah, I think yeah, that seems reasonable, too. I don't know. They'll figure it out, dude. They're the richest company in the world. If they don't figure that out, they suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But mostly, like, if, if your packages can be seen, there's a, p- a high potential that it's going to get stolen. So if, they, if the thief can't, like, easily see it by driving by, like, you have a pretty good chance that it's not going to be stolen. Yeah, but I think, like, these thieves... They walk around. Out how e- yeah, they follow these vehicles because now Amazon, like they, part of their you know distribution method is they have drivers come in and then they assign them blocks like a neighborhood and yeah. then they give them all the packages specific to this neighborhood. Yeah, 
you drive out there and you deliver like house by house. So by the time you're in your run, you just delivered 30 packages, like 30 houses in the same neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. So if like a thief was smart, he's going to like be at that distribution center. <laughs> like, right. Find right. a car, just tail it, you know, and then just yoink, yoink. Damn. That sucks, right? Yeah. But that's a problem. But Speaking whatever. of delivery, did you see that video? Um, I think it happened in Florida where these... He's, uh, oh my God! Two yeah, guys dude. like shot up a uh, a uh, UPS jewelry truck. jewelry oh. jewelry store, yeah. and then they hijacked a UPS truck. That was fucking crazy. That and was then crazy. the cops like and the cops like, dude, this is like a fucking uh, like a wild west, a wild west, like <laughs> fucking back and they forth. They just jumped out their cars and start capping that mother. And they had a hostage. The driver. They had, they had a hostage, and like there was a bunch of civilians behind the truck. Oh, do you all surrounded? Like it was surrounded, like, it was like rush hour, gridlock traffic. Like this, this. There's <laughs> no way this was protocol. No, it can't be. God that's, damn, that's man. That's insanity. Not even like a guy in a megaphone like, hey, get, release the <laughs> hostage. <laughs> Please exit the vehicle. Like, but not, none of that. I Straight think, to capping. I, I think these guys were had started the gunfire. And like, of yeah. course, the cops are going to return fire. That's true. But like, damn, yeah, what do you man. Do? You just sit there and get shot at? Well, here's yeah. the thing. The UPS truck had a GPS. <sighs> they stole a bunch of jewelry. Yeah, they shot up the place. I think nobody got hurt over at the jewelry store yeah and uh all you got to do is follow them tell them but don't like well, engage but that's what they did until they got until the the thieves got stuck in that gridlock traffic and then i think they probably panicked and they started firing you know i, I just don't I think that's how shit hit the fan <laughs> shit man come on and then like an innocent bystander like in his car like got shot and <laughs> killed killed that's God so rough dude N- and not to mention the <laughs> ups driver yeah poor dude just trying to like work yeah you know? Just trying to deliver his packages and go home and, like, chill, but nah. And, like, it was his first day driving by himself, too. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I saw a picture of the guy, dude. He looked younger than me. He's probably, like, 27. 27? Yeah. There you go. Shit, man. Yeah, dude, the world's fucked, man. That's what I'm saying. How are you so optimistic, Willis? (laughs) I, I... I'm like, fuck, man. I hear stories like that. It just adds on to my, like, fuel of hatred. (laughs) Not hatred, but, like, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cynicism. Cynicism, yeah. Cynical, whatever. I don't know what it is. I, I don't. I don't think my. I don't think of myself being like positive or anything. I don't know. I, I don't know. Positive in certain aspects and like shit on certain things. Yeah. Like anything that's like not like Tesla related, pretty much. <laughs> 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 it's like fuck everything Elon hasn't touched, pretty much. You know oh, what I mean? Shit, yeah. But yeah. No, speaking <laughs> of like. <laughs> oh, speaking of what? Uh, I was just gonna say. Uh, speaking of like positive news, uh, your boy Andrew Yang oh, yeah. had finally yeah, dude, made the, the debate. How did I don't even think about that. Dude, yeah, our math hat's still chilling here. Yeah, can you even see them? That's good. I don't know. Let me scoot them. No, oh, you can't dude. see them. There there they are. Go. They're the boys. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So he finally made the debate. I think it was like at the buzzer too. I think the deadline was the twelfth, which is today. And he he uh he barely got in like yesterday. What did he need to do to qualify? Uh, he had to get four qualifying polls and at least two hundred thousand um donations. And he's like at three hundred thousand, three fifty. I think. Yeah. So it was the polls that he was looking out. Yeah. For. Yeah. Correct. That's good. So he made it in, and bro, not only that, doesn't even matter, man. The last debate was so shit. Like it was shit, but but who, who is the, the most important thing about this debate is that there's only seven of them versus like twelve last time. Seven oh people in seven stage? seven candidates. That's right. Yeah, yeah, people are dropping out. Yeah, so I think Amy Klobuchar is going to be the next one out, and who else? I don't even know who that is. Holy shit! Yeah, she's gone. If I haven't even heard of her, she's got to be. And Stayer, the billionaire. 
You mean not Bloomberg? Bloomberg? No, no, the other billionaire. There's another billionaire? Yeah, yeah, this? dude. Holy fuck, dude. yeah, dude. Stayer. I see. This just shows like Trump. They must already know like Trump is making so much money off of this, or else why would they be jumping in? I That's my thinking. No, what I'm thinking. Well, I think for Bloomberg, like. I'm see. Have you seen a bunch of ads on on YouTube for Bloomberg? Dude, he's, yeah, he's all over the place. All over the place. Yeah, I think what he's doing is secretly like supporting Trump in the way of by diluting the Democratic field. And if you dilute them and like divide mm. and conquer, yeah, 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 like Trump will get elected again for another four years of distraction for Bloomberg. That's interesting. Yeah, dude. It's, I mean, I mean, if well, that's if they're homies. I mean, they probably are I, billionaires. It right? doesn't even matter. I think Bloomberg is like profiting off of like Trump's distractions. Well, also, he, you know, Trump does a lot of good to uh, the wealthy class, you know. That's true. A lot of tax incentives and stuff like that. And I think he, like, deregulated a lot of things for, like, you know, big corporations. Yeah. Shit, if he could get another four years, I mean, that's that's a potential lot of money there. Yeah. And then maybe he's afraid of Andrew Yang, like, <laughs> doing with the VAT tax. Or yeah, like we're, we're value added tax. You definitely like engineering. I, I disagree with him on certain aspects, but dude, like I said before in this podcast, he's getting Ron Pauled. He's getting the exact same media treatment, like the he's shut out. And dude, it's so fucking well, clear as day. So There's, Bernie Sanders is going through the same thing with the media blackout. Like dude, I saw not even that nearly as bad as Yang though. No, for sure, for like, sure, dude. Like they gave him like what, like four minutes or something last time. Yeah. They were so disrespectful. Dude, just, everyone's just so disrespectful to the guy. And, like, the same thing happened to Ron Paul. Man, it doesn't make any sense. When I hear, like, Andrew <laughs> Yang compared to all the others, Andrew Yang is the only one that makes sense. Like, how is Bernie Sanders talking about um, uh, the the whole jobs, federal job guarantee? Like, what the? We're, we're guaranteed a federal job. What if you don't like it? What about the stay-at-home moms? What about the people that can't work? I mean, what about all these people? Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then we have Elizabeth Warren talking about um, healthcare that doesn't re- really have any like a plan, right? It's, she's just like talking at her ass. Yeah. So I really don't understand like why we're even having debates, to be honest. No, dude. The whole like the whole. Th- I mean, if people haven't realized it by now, like, dude, this whole the fact that we allow like dinosaur news networks dictate yeah. like who gets to who who gets the platform to speak the most because like the data is there dude they definitely favor like whoever the fuck they favor you know they yeah. give them like 30 40 50 percent of the airtime that is not how our fucking you know our yeah. that's not information how we process be, yeah it shouldn't it's not how the information should be disseminated to the to the people yeah you know in in this techno technological age like we shouldn't rely on news networks anymore yeah for sure you know what's better podcasts Hell yeah! Every every uh, dude, Howard Stern did like an interview for Hillary Clinton like a week ago or something. Dude, oh, yeah, it totally changed my perspective of Hillary Clinton. Really, I, really, dude, because you got she like opened up because you know her whole political life was her doing this bullshit where she yeah. stands in front of either giant crowds and yeah. gives like a, a rehearsed you know teleprompter speech. Yeah, yeah. Or she's on these debate stages and it's like just trash. Yeah. You never actually get to know the person. You know what I mean? The only place you do is like on a podcast. And she Dang. had like an or like an, a Howard Stern type show. Sure, sure. It was like a two hour long discussion. And she talked about all kinds of shit that I, I didn't know about. Yeah. Like if she would have done that when she was running, holy shit, she probably would have won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like, dude, that, that changed my perspective of her. And I, I'm always like, dude, this bitch is like as fake as it gets. 
no huh. offense to anybody <laughs> who <laughs> really supports her. Yeah. But it's true because, like, all my image of her is, like, she's this career politician. She's just a puppet, right? Yeah. But well, I, that's that's how I discovered Andrew Yang. I mean, yeah. it was because of Joe Rogan's podcast, exactly. And and he w- what and it wasn't really Joe Rogan's podcast. It was like the highlights of his podcast. Yeah, like the highlights said uh, automation and the potential of job losses. So I clicked on that and I was like, wait Bro. a minute, this guy's running for president. Let <laughs> me go watch the whole thing. Yeah, and you watched it. That's like what 30, 40 minutes of like content. Just that discussion. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you all in that debate stage. He, Probably lucky if he gets a minute of that yeah. out there to the people, you know exactly. what I mean? And it has to be like the most rehearsed one minute line because he knows it's all he's going to get. Yeah. And it comes off as like, what the hell? Like, what? Shit. And most of the voters probably aren't listening to podcasts or watching podcasts. Fuck no, dude. But most voters, like, <laughs> all they get is <laughs> maybe these ads is probably their only interaction with like these political candidates. Yeah, man. Because that's, that's the old system that we're used to. But I, what I'm saying is like, fuck, we got to evolve. Yeah, it's we one do, way man. Or another, dude, like Jesus Christ, this is ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. This shit does not make any sense, dude. Yeah, like as many smart people as we got. Yeah, like, man. Like we gotta figure out a new way to do this shit. You know, we talk about decentralized everything all the time because that's that's what we do. Yeah, and we're witnessing it firsthand with decentralized, like how difficult that is. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> you know, are you trying to create a decentralized platform and stuff? But yeah, and on. Uh, so I don't know if that's the solution. To pile yeah. on, to pile on for the debate, I, I saw that there was a link going around Twitter where uh, the debaters are asking for questions. So I submitted like twenty questions, dude. Yeah. Yeah, and so they also like asked for like your your number and your email and all that stuff, just in case if they want they wanted to contact you to ask you questions about your questions. Really? Yeah. So it was like a legit thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so uh, I'll be I'll be definitely watching the debate just to see if they have my questions because the question that I asked like nobody's asking. Yeah, then they probably won't choose you then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably not gonna happen, dude. It's gonna be like, what's your favorite sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, fuck me, man. I don't know, dude. But I I, I see it. it clear as day to me. Like, dude, this shit's ridiculous. It, it's yeah, it's, it's, so it's also ridiculous. rigged. Yeah, like I, I noticed it from the I beginning. Like when Ron Paul was running, I fucking noticed it. Like, dude, there's a problem here, man. I think I think they're right. I think the DNC, the Democratic National Committee, have already selected their national candidate. Yeah. And and this is just like to have. waste time to buy you know, yeah. Kill time. It's so stupid. We don't need to do this. Yeah, we don't. We literally could just have like, okay, we got like ten people who want to be president. All right, we're gonna have like ten like podcasts, yeah. <laughs> I guess. Just yeah. A two-hour-long pitch us. Pitch America yeah. right now. Two-hour-long yeah. pitch. Why should you be president? And then you need somebody like a Joe Rogan type or like a Howard Stern type. To make like it. Really good at personality, yeah. like interpersonal skills. Yeah. To cry, you know, get get to their human side, too, whether or not, you know, they're really trying to fuck us or something. Yeah. That's so much better than, like, Hell yeah, throw dude. them up on stage and, like, do this stupid rehearsed bullshit. And yeah. It's like a dance. Yeah, you know, it's just I don't know. It's like and t- today it's turned into like a drama show. Everyone's just like talking shit to each other. And yeah, stuff. not only that, it's not fair. Like the people that you want to hear about, yeah, they only get like five minutes. Yeah, while others are getting like fifteen, twenty minutes. It's it's insane. It's insanity. Ah, uh, shit. And and we're not even politic guys, man. We're shit. We're far from politics. We hate politics. But shit, I do, man. I I joined a podcast with my friends about we were oh, focused yeah. on politics. <laughs> Dude, like it I, was, I'm like not even friends with half of them anymore. <laughs> like that's how volatile <laughs> and like 
and like angry and like so much hatred that podcast turned into because like dude politics is aids it's like straight up <laughs> aids dude you know that's why i like I, I really like andrew yang a lot because any questions that he gets about like you know what do you think about the trump uh, impeachment debate and all that he was like well you know i think trump getting impeached is probably a good thing however I don't think it's going to happen, but what we should be focused on are things that help move America forward by, you know, addressing like the job losses, addressing automation, addressing all these things that people are actually like experiencing within their lives. Nobody, people who didn't vote for Donald Trump, they don't give a shit about this impeachment thing. True. So, you know, why even talk about it? The more we talk about Trump, the more power he gains. Mm -hmm. He's like, he's like the Hulk. You keep shooting (laughs) that Hulk, he gets stronger, dude. Yeah, that's exactly what he is. He gets <laughs> oranger instead of greener. <laughs> <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. I don't know, man. But I have an idea in my head of like a political solution for it. It's, it's obviously online based, but and it's got oh, like some right. blockchain integration yeah, built dude. into it and stuff too. But dude, man. Fuck a f- I mean, it, what I have in my head is not like a replace government thing. It's more like provide an alternative. Like a technical solution to. Uh, it's like provide a, uh, an alternate sentiment based yeah, on. Yeah. Like factual shit, not like emotional shit. Kind of yeah. like how Syndicator does things. Like they try and they they uh, use the public's sent um, like knowledge base. Yeah, and they somehow run it through some AI engine and put out like predictive things, predictions on on markets. Yeah, there's got to be a way to do that with like political thoughts. You know, so like you can produce like an image of like what's factually like the directions, you know, the real issues at stake here. Yeah. So like, you know, we could compare that to what these politicians are presenting to us. You yeah, know for I mean? sure. For sure. It's it's kind of like, I don't know. Damn. It would I be mean, nice. Like, dude. Imagine having that. It's just like another tool. Yeah, you know? for sure. As, no, like, I, as a voter. I, I totally agree. I remember you talking about this and, and I agree. <laughs> like this is a really solid idea. Yeah. It's like. But it's like, but there's so many holes in it too. Yeah. But. <laughs> That's there's holes in everything though. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Yeah, it's like if if it addresses like an actual problem and once it's deployed, it actually works. Yeah, dude, that's worth its weight in gold, dude. I agree. Like if it became like a fully adopted thing, and we know because like it's verifiable through blockchain, like yeah. the people yeah who are participating in this network are like dude, and the fact that we can't vote for a president online just because of like fraudulent like votes and all that, and I get it. Yeah, but we can solve this online. Like what what are we doing, man? This this is not 1936. Yeah, come on, man. We should be able <laughs> to vote online. Yeah, there's probably a lot of reasons why we don't. That we don't know of yet. We never really looked into it, but it seems like the more obvious thing to do. Yeah, and one blockchain, of course, can solve that. But of yeah. course, there's there is some problems, but nothing that we can't get over. Mm. I don't know, but anyway. Um. So that that was enough. Was there anything else? Politics? No, that was it. What about the uh, the Twitter guy? Oh Jack shit! Dorsey. Oh, I forgot about that dude. Yeah, that's actually a big story. Yeah, that's huge. Oh huge. man. Huge. Huge. (laughs) Ah, yes. Here we go. How did I miss this, dude? I don't know. You, like, went on, like, six different tangents and, like, wasted 30 minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, whatever. All right. So, I'm going to show you is sort of like a Twitter storm from Jack Dorsey. So, apparently, Jack Dorsey is going to create a decentralized standard for social media. Um, This is the guy who created Twitter, right? That's correct. And he's the CEO of Square. Payments, com- payments company. Did he create Square too? Yeah. What? Dude, this guy's a G, dude. Yeah, I mean, shit. Once you get like a successful business, yeah, you can just off to the just, races. Yeah, right? dude. That's true. That's the first one in the notch. Is yeah. like the most important one, dude. 
Yeah. I had no idea. It's just square. I thought it was like some lady, some woman. Nah. I don't know why. Okay. So Twitter's funding a small independent team of up to five open source architects, engineers, and designers to develop an open and decentralized standard for social media. The goal is for Twitter to ultimately be a client of the standard. So, I mean, this has huge implications, right? Yep. You, you won't be able to kick out anybody in this decentralized Twitter. Which is awesome. Which is awesome. Because there's already like so many so much evidence of like Twitter. There is, but like in some cases in some cases it's a good thing, right? You can have like Well like filter like hate speech and stuff. Or yeah, what? hate speech, nefarious content. I mean <laughs> dude, we've <laughs> talked about this before. We like do. in the like, central you, you and I disagree on this one, I think. Like I, I like the idea of uh, I'm okay with people like saying hateful shit in the public space. It's okay with me. No, I, I no, I totally get that. I get yeah. that. But I'm talking about like actual Bad content. like Yeah, like child porn. Child porn. Like if somebody's tweeting out like a link to like a child pornography site. Yeah. But it should be community driven, not somebody at the top being like, I don't like this. Shit, man. Because yeah. they end up abusing their power, dude. They're fucking people. People yeah. suck. Yeah, that's true. Then they start realizing, hey, I got the power to censor the internet. What am I going to do? I have this idea in my mind how like the world should be should run, be. right? And right. And I'm going to silence the people who are against me. Yeah. Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, we've seen that plenty of times, and yeah. we, we hate it. I mean, shit. So uh, Twitter uh, was so open early on that Twitter was so open early on that many saw its potential to be a decentralized internet standard like SMTP or email protocol for a variety of reasons. So he goes on to like talk about um, recently we came across this article on protocols, not platforms, which captures a number of challenges and solutions. But more importantly, it reminds us of a credible path forward. Hire folks to develop a standard in the open. Jesus, dude. He really did go on a Twitter storm. Yeah. Fuck. So this is not going to happen overnight. It may take several years to develop a sound, scalable, and usable decentralized standard for social media. And I saw another tweet. So it's called Blue Sky. So another tweet from Blue Sky was talking about how um, they they are aware of the competitors and um, they're they are also willing to adopt some of the some of the things their competitor is doing as long as it fits with this like standard. Um, but otherwise, they're more than okay with like competing with them in different standards. Of course. So, is there any cryptocurrency involved in this? I don't think so. <clears throat> Nothing that Jack mentioned though. Yeah, I know he's a crypto fanboy. He's apparently he's got like a shit ton of bitcoins. Yeah, yeah. Something from what I've heard, he's going to like Africa or something to try and like invest in like you know projects down there that are beneficial to uh out in bank and stuff like that yeah and this is not to say that they're not going to use cryptocurrency um yeah there might be well, know, a utility they're, for they're, one you know the big main competitor that comes to mind is voice yeah uh, eos dan larimer and, and, brandon and Bl- Brent, is his name brandon or brandon brendan bloomer brandon brendan whatever the ceo of block one yeah those two, those two guys and it's their main competitor is voice because they got so much money dude yeah, right. So, you know, like once they build their platform, which has been announced February, whatever the February, fuck. Yeah, we're going to be the first ones like yeah, voicing on our opinions. Hell yeah. We're going to be like, man, this sucks. We're going to be trending <laughs> on day one, dude. We're going to try our ass <laughs> off, dude. But the good thing is, there, yeah, there's, there's a voice token apparently. And yeah, based off what we've seen from like Dan Larimer's previous project, Steam It, you know, they're, for a while they're like top yeah. Steam producers of content. Yeah. Which is basically like a public blog post place. You know, you blog and everyone sees it. Uh, instead of like getting like, see like all these stupid useless hearts. Yeah. But actually they're not useless because, you know. It's a good indicator. It's a metric that like sponsors use and shit like that. Yeah, for yeah. sure. But 
on top of that, like in a crypto project, like it's actual, you're earning crypto. Yeah. For your thoughts, I guess, for your content. Yeah, for sure. <coughs> Which so, is cool. So, of course, there's a lot of support from the uh, uh, crypto community. <laughs> like you said Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's like, <laughs> did you it's just, like, yeah. Yeah, somebody said, did you describe the Twitch app? And yeah. Twitch is like, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't. I, I imagine it like a yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know why. Twitch is a platform, not a protocol. Okay. Yeah, so Twitch is using uh, Bitcoin SV. Satoshi Vision. Mm. So you remember that one? Yeah, right? more people are are uh, talking about Twitch than Voice. Maybe there's a bigger Twitch community. Yeah, I think I think Twitch has a good like process of onboarding people. Yeah. Because right now, in order to get on Twitch, you have to tweet that you're on Twitch, and there's so many people that retweet that. It's crazy. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see how Block One rolls out Voice, dude. We're definitely gonna stay on top of that one. Yeah. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> but so yeah, this is good. This is cool. Jack Dorsey, he's a big he's a big influencer in the tech space, right? Yep. Obviously. Yep. yep, he is. So he's 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 acknowledging a problem and he's trying to find a solution to it. Yep. And this motherfucker, I'm assuming, is like a multi billionaire, right? So <laughs> I think he's yeah, I think he's pretty close, if not there already. Did he like sell Twitter super early or something? I think that's what he did, right? Um, I don't think so. Well, if he didn't, then he definitely would be a billionaire by now, dude. Yeah. Twitter's like one of the top platforms. Yeah. He went, maybe he sold out early. He probably like, I'll take a couple hundred million. <laughs> you know what I mean? He might have been that guy. Yeah. So so yeah, man, we're making progress. Freaking crypto's blowing up and behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. Price wise, it's pretty shitty. Yeah. <laughs> but time to buy, not financial advice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. So I think that covers everything we wanted to talk about on the rundown. <coughs> uh, Jeez. We did, we did, we did that so wrong. <laughs> like the whole idea of the rundown is supposed to be like, like we spent like 10 minutes, 20 minutes just breaking down <laughs> the shit we spent the whole time. Dude. Yeah. But maybe it's just whatever. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot to talk about. Too, if you guys so. enjoyed this podcast, leave a, a thumbs up so we actually know if this is like good or not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Otherwise, we're going to like, you know, start to ex- keep experimenting until we find our golden goose. You know what I mean? Yeah, and what would help a lot is if you uh, rated um, on the iTunes version of the podcast. Oh yeah, that would help a lot. Like a like a like a leave a rating. Yeah, a rating. <laughs> One to five stars. Yep. Hopefully five. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. If, if you actually watch and enjoy it, you know, like the info we put out. You know. Yeah, we'll help us out, man. We appreciate it. We should probably do. We're probably gonna record another uh, podcast pretty soon with uh, the Metalith guys. Metalith. So that that might be happening pretty soon. And then we That's have good. Andreas Antonopoulos coming up. That's good too. In about what is it, eighteen days? Yeah, the thir- so the 30s, two weeks. Right? So, but it probably won't be put out until like the new year, which is cool. That's like the. No, I th- I'm thinking of putting it out as soon as it's done, like the next day. If possible. Well, it's literally like New Year's Eve then. <laughs> yeah, there you go. If we'll I'm not gonna hold Shit. you to that, but <laughs> either way, it's fine. Like either it's the last thing of the year, and we like we cap it off with something badass, like a nice little interview. Yeah, with one of our white whales or whatever you call them. Yeah, the, the white great dragons. white buffalo. I heard dragon. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, you gotta watch that movie, <laughs> dude. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm already saying that. Uh, dude. Uh, or so or you post it, it'll be the first one. Or two. Yeah. Either way, it's fine. Yeah. But yeah, either one will be good. So we'll be back pretty soon. All right. All right, guys. Thanks for listening, boyos and girls. Appreciate it. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Blockrunner podcast. Make sure you visit our website, theblockrunner.com, and sign up to stay up to date on the latest in crypto.
Also, reach out to us on Twitter at The Block Runner. <laughs>